I'm curious, do you have a really great BS detector? You're, maybe you're often skeptical of others. Are you really street smart? Would you say you're pretty self-assured? You often find yourself being the leader in the group. Maybe you even struggle to ask for help. Do you love a good challenge? Do you fight really hard for the causes you believe in? Do you have a great sense of humor? I bet you're a blast. You might have thought that these were all parts of your personality, but they might actually be coping mechanisms you've picked up over the course of your life, and they're having a huge impact on how you show up, especially on this motherhood journey. Are you curious to know more? You got to take my personality patterns quiz. Here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. Over time, those defenses became a habit and then they became a pattern. And now as an adult, what we think of as our personality is often this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There are five different personality patterns and they're not personality types like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs but rather they describe the safety strategies that we immediately go to when we start to feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who we are so much as what's blocking who we are. The good news is that once you take my quiz and learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern, and then you can live and parent your kids as your true and authentic self. Click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com forward slash quiz Now to take my two-minute personality pattern quiz. Welcome to the Calm Mom Podcast, the show for ambitious women ready to get off the hot mess express. I know you've got a lot going on. You work so hard. You're raising an incredible family, and sometimes it can be overwhelming. I'm your host, Michelle Grosser. I'm a certified master life coach, attorney, wife, and mom. And years ago, I was right where you are. I was running a busy law practice while raising a family, and I was on the fast track to burnout. I thought I just needed to be more organized or have better routines, but it was learning how to heal and regulate my nervous system that expanded my capacity to gracefully hold more of this big, beautiful life. You too are worthy of an extraordinary life in and beyond motherhood. Learning to be a calm, anchoring presence in your home and at work is going to be your superpower. If you're here to do the inner work that brings a sense of calm amidst the chaos, I'm here to join you on that journey. Each time you press play, your growth continues. So let's get at it. Welcome, welcome. You're listening to the Calm Mom Podcast. Michelle Grosser here, your master coach. So grateful you're with us today. If you haven't done so yet, if you could leave the show a five-star rating and a short review, I would be so, so, so grateful. And while you're at it, just hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes as they're released. Right now, we're putting them out three times a week, and they're also special, also good. So I would love it if you hit subscribe so you don't miss. All right, today we're going to do something a little different, I guess, but this is going to be the first of a little two-part little two-part series, mini-series we're doing this week. Um, Today, I'm going to give you a few tools, practical handles, things you can do in just a couple minutes for when you are feeling just kind of off and tired and unmotivated and stuck and just like the blahs. And then on Friday, which is going to be episode 145, I'm going to go over 
kind of the same thing, three balancing exercises, but it's going to be for when you notice that you're on the other end of the spectrum. So when you're feeling kind of really anxious and activated and edgy, I'm going to give you three um, quick somatic body-based exercises to help you calm your body and return it to a regulated state. All right, so today we're going to talk about when you need upregulation. So let's talk about what's happening, what's likely happening in your body when you are feeling blah. (laughs) When you're feeling blah. And we all have those moments. I actually felt this way yesterday. Um, And we call it the dorsal vagal state. And it's basically, it's, it's a form of nervous system dysregulation. That's our shutdown response. So you might notice when you're in dorsal vagal that you're just feeling really like disconnected from your body. You have things you know you need to do. Again, this was me yesterday, but you cannot get your body to like do it. Like you cannot get your body to physically like get up the couch, get off, get up off the couch or get out of bed. You're just like stuck. You feel stuck scrolling social media or you're like watching TV, binging Netflix. Maybe you're just spacing out. Like I know when I'm entering dorsal bagel that I am spacing out all the time. My kids are like, mom, mom, like, mom, are you even listening? And I'm just like, ah, what? Right. I I drive home from work and I'm like, holy moly, how did I, how did I get here? Like I wasn't even paying attention. Uh, Maybe you feel really burned out. Like you feel like you can't get enough rest. Like you're always exhausted. You wake up exhausted. These are all signs that you're in a freeze response. You just feel kind of shut down. And when we notice that we're in this shutdown, this burnt out state, first of all, just give yourself a pat on the back because friends, you have the awareness of the state of your nervous system. And that is always a huge win, right? Most people are stuck in a shutdown state. They're stuck in a free state and they have no idea what's going on. Like they live these big chunks of their lives feeling hopeless and depressed and exhausted because they're not really aware of what's happening in their nervous system. And because they lack that awareness, they're not likely going to be able to do anything about it, right? So if you are recognizing it, and it happens to all of us, the the thing is that you really can't talk yourself out of it. Are there mindsets? Is there self-talk that will serve you better than others? Yes, 100%, absolutely, right? Being gentle with yourself will always serve you better than being really harsh on yourself. Uh, self-compassion will always serve you better than self-sabotage, right? Curiosity, right? Getting curious about why you're feeling blah and burnt out and, and spaced out will serve you way better than judging yourself for it, right? And sending yourself into this spiral of, of guilt and shame. So yes, certain mindsets will serve you better than others. But what I mean is that you can't You can't really be like laying on your couch in a freeze response and just be like, okay, Michelle, you know, everyone's waiting on you to make dinner or pack tomorrow's lunches or make that appointment or give the girls a bath. Like it won't be so bad. Just get up and do it. It's not a big deal, right? It's only going to take 20 minutes. Stop being so lazy. Like if you've tried to talk yourself out of a freeze response and it hasn't worked, you're not alone. (laughs) It's not because you're lazy. It's not because you're unmotivated. It's not because you're undisciplined. It's because how your nervous system is wired. Your nervous system, the messaging in our body, right? 80% of our nervous system, those nerves, 80% of those nerves are afferent. 
And what that means is that they run from our body up to our brain. So 80% of the messaging going on in our body, 80% of that communication is coming from our body up to our brain. So that leaves only 20% that's going from our brain down to our body, which is why if we think we can just talk ourselves out of these stress responses, out of these trauma responses, if we can just talk ourselves with mindset work or all of this stuff into doing what we want, what we want to do and what we need to do, that's only 20% of the battle, right? It's like a, a four to one game of tug of war. So does it work sometimes? Is it helpful? Absolutely. But you're missing 80% of the game, which is your body, the messaging that's happening from your body up to your brain. And your body is in this shutdown response. It's in this blah state. It's in this freeze response because it's overwhelmed. It's overwhelmed. And it could be overwhelmed for so many different reasons, you guys. It could be overwhelmed because of things you've experienced you know, 30 years ago. Or it could be overwhelmed because your kids have been sick and you haven't slept or, or eaten a proper meal in the last five days, right? And anywhere in between, all of it, so many different things can dysregulate our system. So your body's overwhelmed, it shuts down, dissociates, right? It taps out and your body doesn't speak a verbal language. So we can't tell it to do these things in words. We have to show our body that it's safe to come out of that freeze response, right? We have to gently communicate to our body in its own language. And how do we do that, right? What's the language of the body? It's movement, sound, and breath. So when we notice we're in a freeze response, when we notice we're checked out, tapped out, dissociated, we're scrolling, we're just like, we just cannot, um, we're having a hard time functioning, there are three quick and powerful ways to help our body come out of that freeze response and regulate that I'm going to give you today. There's a ton of different upregulation resources. Um, I'm going to give you three today. Every body, every nervous system is different. So what I would encourage you to do is try each of these, right? The next time that you're feeling the blahs and you're feeling dissociated and checked out and burnt out, pay attention. Try one of these and pay attention to how your body responds and which technique, which tool, which resource seems to work best for your particular body, your particular nervous system. Have you ever caught yourself wondering why you do the things you do? Like, why do you get so angry and yell at your kids when they're moving at a snail's pace in the morning? Or why is it so hard to relax when the house is a mess? If so, you've got to take my personality patterns quiz. Because here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. And over time, those defenses became a habit, and then they became a pattern. And now as an adult, what we think of as our personality is really actually often this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There's five different personality patterns. And they're not personality types like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs, but rather they describe the safety strategy that you immediately go to when you start to feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who you are, but rather what's actually blocking who you are. And the good news is that once you take the quiz and you learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern 
and then live and parent as your true and authentic self. So click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com forward slash quiz now to take my two-minute personality patterns quiz. Okay, so the first one is probably the easiest maybe. Um, I find it really effective for me. It is a hot and cold contrast. Changes in temperature, you guys, can really help stimulate your nervous system and bring you back into your window of tolerance, into a regulated state. So how can we do this practically? Well, one way you can jump in the shower, right? Take a warm shower and blast yourself with some cold water here or there. That's why we are hearing about cold plunges all over the place. Like I can't open my Instagram without seeing a cold plunge. Cold cold water, cold plunge is really good for, for um, vagal tone, for increasing the capacity of our, of our vagus nerve to stay regulated. So that works. We all have access to a shower and some cold water. Uh, if you have a pool, jump in your pool, right? Float around there. If you don't have a pool, you can find, I don't know, a big mixing bowl and just fill it with ice water and you can splash some cold water on your face or even dunk your face in cold water for a few seconds. Um, you can even grab like a bag of frozen veggies, you guys, like those frozen peas you've got in the bottom of your freezer, like take that out, hold it on the back of your neck, right? Right on the base in the nape of your neck. And just that temperature change can help tone your vagus nerve and increase nervous system regulation in your body, right? Hold that to the back of your neck, take a few deep breaths, notice how your body starts to regulate with this change of temperature. So that's number one. Number two, move that stagnant energy. Move, 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 you guys. Move your body. It's so simple and it's probably annoying to hear, but it works. I'm telling you, get outside if you can, right? Just get outside some sunshine. Even better, put your bare feet in the grass, right? That does wonders for grounding your body and bringing your body a felt sense of safety. Just do 20 20 jumping jacks, right? Or take your kids and go for a walk around the block. You guys, just 10 minutes of movement is enough to really shift the state of your nervous system. So I'm not saying you have to go to CrossFit. I'm not saying you have to run five miles. Like a 10-minute walk will help. (laughs) And some days, if that feels like too much, I get that. Like if you're stuck on the couch or you're stuck in your bed, like roll to the ground or sit up in your bed and find like a 10-minute yoga practice on YouTube, or just like move and stretch and pay attention to what is going on in your body. Even just like laying on your stomach, you guys, lay on your stomach face down and just kind of move your hips from side to side. Even just that gentle rocking motion can start loosening up some of that stuck energy in there. And that might be enough to start regulating you. It might be enough to help. And if all else fails, I'm telling you guys, put on that, you know, put on that Madonna, put on that Missy Elliott, that Beyonce, like whatever works for you and get your groove on. Dancing is one of the best. Dancing is one, I think, of the most fun ways to regulate your nervous system. So do it. Just dance like a fool. Your kids will probably love joining in. Just let your body loose. Let it do whatever it wants, whatever it needs. Let it shake and twist and jump and like windmill your arms, like just let it flow. 
super powerful upregulation technique. And then number three is breath work. So if you guys love breath work or if it's something that's new to you and you want to explore really using the power of your breath to regulate your nervous system, uh, there are certain breathing exercises that can be really powerful both to upregulate, which is what we're talking about here, right? When we want a boost of energy, when we want to come out of that dorsal vagal state into regulation or the opposite. We all know, you know, the idea or the concept of taking a deep breath, deep breaths to downregulate our nervous system. So my favorite breathing practice to upregulate, to energize my body is called breath of fire. And breath of fire is this really like quick paced, rhythmic, sustained breathing technique. It's not hyperventilating, but it is quick paced. And the inhale and the exhale time are equal. There's not really any pausing between the breaths, but you breathe in and you breathe out through your nose. So you want to keep your mouth closed when you're doing breath of fire. And then it's a whole body thing. So when you're exhaling, when you're breathing out through your nose, your stomach, your belly, like your abdomen should actually press inwards towards your spine, like your stomach's pressing in and pushing the air out of your nose. And then you're taking a quick inhale in and your abdominal muscles are actually relaxing and allowing that oxygen into your lungs. And you're doing it pretty rapidly, uh, which can obviously be challenging at first, but it'll become more natural once you get used to it. And like anything else, doing it correctly is more important than how fast you're doing it. Um, So just go slowly when you start out. So you're breathing in and out, quick inhale, exhale through your nose. When you're breathing out, your stomach's going uh, in to be able to push that air out of your lungs. And then when you're breathing in, your stomach's actually going out to make room for all that oxygen to enter into your lungs. And I know it's kind of hard and awkward to describe in a podcast, but I'm actually going to link like a two minute YouTube video in the show notes. You guys can click on that. Um, so you just get an idea of how it looks if this is something that you want to try. Again, just a minute or so, a couple minutes of this, you'll notice an increase in energy. And this is something you can do anywhere, right? You can do it in your car. You can do it sitting on your couch. You can do it sitting at your desk. You can do it in the bathroom. Like there are so many benefits to this breath of fire. It's energizing. It, it boosts your brain function. It improves your um, your respiratory health. It helps to strengthen even your ab muscles because of the work that your abs are doing in moving in and out as your lungs are moving to make space. Um, it aids in digestion. So many benefits for breath of fire. So if that's something you're familiar with, this is a reminder to practice it when you need it. If this is something new to you, check out that little two-minute YouTube um, and give it a shot. It can really be helpful in energizing you and helping to regulate your nervous system and bring you back to that regulated state when you are feeling kind of checked out and burnt out and stuck. All right. So those are the three I've got for you today. The hot, cold contrast, just moving that stagnant energy, and then the breath of fire, uh, breath work. And again, just pick one and try it. Try it. You can save this episode Um, or just write these down, right? And have them handy for the next time that you're feeling super blah. And I would love it if you just checked in, right? Let me know what worked. Let me know what you noticed in your body before, after. Let me know, you know, it took me two minutes to do this, or it took me 30 seconds, or it took me, you know, five minutes of walking outside until I started to feel better. Shoot me a DM. 
I would love to hear from you guys. MichelleGrosser.coach. You can find me on Instagram. Or you can even pop into our Facebook group, The Calm Mom Collective. So many of you are hanging out there and I would love to hear what you're noticing. And then be sure to tune in on Friday, um, episode 145, when I give you three nervous system balancing techniques for when you're feeling super anxious or activated or angry or irritable or edgy that will help downregulate you and calm your nervous system. And then finally, guys, keep your ears open. Stay tuned in all channels because we are launching a summer challenge in July and I'm so excited about it. It's called the Summer of Self-Love Challenge. So I'm going to be sliding into your inbox for five days straight. I'm going to be giving you a short video uh, with some powerful coaching, and then you're going to have a mini daily challenge for five days. I think that summer is a great time for us to just really have this midsummer reset to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves. I think self-care and self-love is something that's really misunderstood and underestimated in its power um, for us moms in particular. So I'm going to send you these mini daily challenges. It's super doable. It's going to give you these practical handles, these little tools uh, that you can put into practice. Really just take better care of yourself to incorporate new habits, to take better care of yourself in ways that are not overwhelming, ways that don't take a ton of time, ways that don't cost like a bajillion dollars. So stay tuned for that. I'm so excited about it. Um, And then if you haven't yet, would you please share this podcast with a friend? If there's any women in your life who you think you could benefit from a community of incredible moms who could benefit from some ideas to help regulate their nervous system, who could benefit from some encouragement or some increased awareness or understanding about what's going on and what's driving their thoughts and their behaviors. Man, that would mean the world to me if you could just share the show. You can even take a screenshot of this episode, post it on Instagram as a story, tag me, I will repost it, Um, but it just helps to get the show out there in front of more women who could benefit from this content. So I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. I would so appreciate it. I love you guys so much. I can't wait for Friday's episode. I can't wait to hear about how these techniques are working for you. So let me know. I'll talk to you guys soon. If you love mommy's polygraph, leave a review. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be so awesome if you could take a moment to subscribe and rate the podcast. And if you have just a few more seconds to leave a quick review, they really help to get this podcast out to other moms like you. I read every last review and trust me, When it's late at night or early in the morning before my kids get up and I'm working on bringing you all of this content, your reviews are what keep me going. Leaving a review is truly the best way you can thank me. And of course, DM me on Instagram. I love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to another episode. Head over to the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at michellegrosser.com where you'll find free resources, and more ways to connect with me. If you love the show, share it with a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next time.